0: Welcome to the Mama Truth Show, where soulful mamas embrace the whole truth of the messiness and magic of motherhood. Check us out at mamatruthshow.com. Here's your host, Amy Ayler's, the Wake Up Call Coach. Happy Mama Truth Monday, mamas. It's Amy Ayler's, the Wake Up Call Coach here and the creator of the Mama Truth Circle. And welcome to another Mama Truth Show. This is... One of our shows dedicated to moms with big careers, We're kind of big ass careers, <laughs> as I'm to say because I feel like there are so many of us that have these huge, beautiful callings in our heart, ways that we want to serve the world, and then we have these little faces that are looking up at us and asking for our attention. And I know that that can be such a big juggling act for so many of us to fulfill on our soul's calling but also fulfilling on our soul's calling to be an amazing mom. Mm. So I'm so excited to have one of my favorite moms on the planet here with us today, the amazing Jada Sellner. Her website is JadaSellner.com. She is an entrepreneurial machine. She created a whole bunch of different businesses in her very short time here on this planet and really always leads from the heart, as she likes to say, love over metrics. So Jada, darling, thank you so much
1: for being with us. Thank you for having me. So excited to just dive deep with you today.
0: Yay! So I would love it if you would just start out by sharing a bit about your entrepreneurial journey um you know your story of how you got started being an entrepreneur and really following your calling and i know you have a new calling that has emerged very recently that i can't yes. really talk about so tell us your story my love let's start there
1: yeah so i i the first word that i learned how to spell was at 9 years old like the big word was entrepreneur so really? i always yes so <laughs> I've always been an entrepreneur at heart with lots of ideas and a philanthropist at heart and like, how can I just like hug the world and make it a better place? And it was when my daughter Zoe, she was born in 2007. And I was working doing educational theater program. And I, you know, I took maternity leave off and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I can't wait to go back to work. Like that was what I thought that was the type of mother that I would be. And I went back to work and I missed her to pieces. And so I stayed there for four months and then I was out. And really in that phase, I also, I'm not a full-time mom either. Right. So I really had to find my path my journey in that of how can I spend more time with my daughter not let work Take all of me, but also still really making an impact and a difference and using my gifts and so my husband and I in 2008 we moved to Kauai from California and my husband was gonna get this amazing, you know doing uh, he got a real estate license and then the economy crashed Oh and so we have a 11-month-old daughter. We're in a state that we've never, you know, we've never lived in before. We're living with my mom and my bonus dad at that time and we just had to get really creative on how to create income for us as a family. And so with my little ideas, I was like, what if we created a play and learning center? Like, you know, in LA and San Francisco and New York, there's all these really cool indoor play spaces where I just thought, what if we brought this to the islands? And so my husband and I opened up Little Sprouts Playhouse mm-hmm. where we were able to have Zoe by our side and we built this business that really supported us to be together as a family. But what quickly happened was we learned that we didn't want to multiply our daughter times eight or 12 (laughs) and having other people's (laughs) children. And so we were, you know, we were wearing many hats of just like running a business together. This was really our first entrepreneurial pursuit. And I... It was burning out, with just too many hats, and my husband and I we were fighting. We were fighting over money we didn't have. Having a brick and mortar business is is really, really difficult. It's very challenging those first couple of years, and then adding a little person in tow. And so we we shut it down, and we moved into my in-laws' house back to California. So first entrepreneurial pursuit out the door was shut it down, <laughs> move into the in laws. And so when I, when I think about people, you know, looking now today, I'm a published author of Simple Green Smoothies, co-founded an amazing global movement with uh, my business partner, Jen Hansard, who I've recently sold my half of the business to. A lot of people look at the business and the growth of that, you know, and see it as like an overnight success. And I just say, if you think that like seven, eight years is overnight success, then yes, then I've been able to build overnight success businesses. Yes. So that's really, really kind of like the kickstart to like building an idea from like concept to actually completion and putting it out in the world.
0: I love that. And I I feel like, for those of you that know Simple Green Smoothies and have experienced that, which is where I first experienced Jada before she came into my life as a friend mm-hmm. and after my buddy, I mean, it it was really an interesting company to watch grow from something that was an idea to something that really became a very, very successful <laughs> business. Yeah. Is that your dog? It's <laughs>
1: clementine. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs>
0: Everybody listening on headphones is like, "What? It just happened.
1: Her babies.
0: Fur <laughs> babies are always difficult, you know? Um, yeah, but so tell me a little bit for you. Here's what I'm really curious about for you. When Because you've done these different businesses, and you've done brick and mortar, you've done online, and then now at jadaselner.com, of course, you're helping change makers out in the world and entrepreneurs really gain momentum in their businesses and in their visions. You're so incredible at it. Um, What's the way in for you into knowing what's next?
1: Mm, Such a good question. Mm. Yeah. So for me, everything is revolved around feeling, right? And embodying, really taking action. So I always say to take imperfect action and simple green smoothies was actually never supposed to even be its own business. Actually, had a parenting blog before even simple green smoothies started. Oh. But I'm really following doors that open, and 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 trying it on and feeling it. So for me, the what's next is, you know, building relationships, connecting with people, and um, I look at things like. So sometimes when people get jealous, right? And I have my opportunities of like, I want to do that. I want right. that in my business. Right. Like, so as Simple Green Smoothies was growing, I was seeing people leading mastermind retreats, speaking on stages. And I'm like, I, I want to do that, like not fair. And then I immediately switched like not fair or like why not me to Why don't I go try that and see if that's even something that fits for me? Mm. So before I even made a decision to sell my half of the business, I did quarterly experiments of of heart projects. So I say there's like the cash projects and there's the heart projects. Mm. And so Simple Green Smoothies was a heart project. And then we were able to turn it into a sustainable business that was creating revenue for our families. And then I was ready for the next heart project. That's, it wasn't about money. It was just trying things on to see what fits. And so I started speaking. My first keynote uh, presentation was in front of 3000 people. At Real <laughs> Domination on Summit. Yes. Um, but it, I, I, I set the intention of, I want to try something. Mm-hmm. And then opportunities and doors just open. I always say that I'm really new to woo, but I feel like my manifestation, like they're there. I like see something I want it and then opportunities open and I follow it. And so I think that's the biggest thing for anyone that's listening. If you're kind of thinking of what is next for me is really just experimentation, trying different things to see what fits and then also being clear of like, did that drain me or did it give me energy and so I'm always checking in with myself, like, did this give me energy? And do I, do I want to do more of that? And so anyone, whether you're building a tribe or a business or a body of work and career, double down on what's working and stop what's not.
0: Okay. Brilliance all around. I just mm. to like Take a highlighter to some of these points here, because I love that part of the doorway for you is in that moment when you feel that twinge of jealousy or that twinge of like, well, wait, I, to do that and I love that I I, so just for all of you mamas that are listening right now maybe that when you're if you're in a transition it's like really feeling into when are those moments where you're like rubbing up against feeling that sense of what about me why not me how come they have that and I don't and really you know converting that jealousy or that comparison even into inspiration. Mm-hmm. That might be a little sparkly breadcrumb saying, come this way, come this way, come this way, and then trying it on as an experiment as you've done to see if that really does match your heart. Yeah. And I mean, just so that everyone listening knows, Jada's an incredible speaker. I mean, when I saw um you have a great video up on your website at com, of you speaking at World Domination Summit. And I mean, you start off with poetry. Mm. And, Poetry slam mixed with like all these incredible business tools mixed with an like, inspiring story. I was like, is this? "What is happening?" So it's I, I love that. I love that you do that, and then I and then, then I also love. I just want to re- reflect this back as well. That then you, as you do the experiment, notice: is this giving me energy, mm-hmm. or is this depleting? Yeah, and I love that so much because, of course, you know, for me, Mama Truth. Mama Truth Show, Mama Truth Circle is such a labor of love for me. Yeah. It's one of those things that I'm constantly, like, looking at. It's been my new heart project mm-hmm. that will turn into a cash project. Yes. But it's, like, it's one of those things where sometimes we just have to follow our heart. Yeah. And so I'm curious for you, when you're in the midst of following your heart and the cash hasn't caught up yet, mm-hmm. what do you want to say to those mamas out there that are in that
1: position? Yeah. So I love – um this thing that people say is like high intention, low attachment. Mm. And so something that I say is like take in perfect action, experiment, try different things on. And then ultimately you have to let it go and release and surrender because we cannot put a timeline on our dreams. And it's like when we are so committed, when we, when the intention is so high, I believe that in some way, some form, whatever it's supposed to be will happen. But not on your timeline. So we have to really release the when and how it's going to come about. Because when I built that first brick and mortar business with my husband, I thought that was going to be the cash project. And then the parenting blog. And I was like, for sure, this will be the one that like makes all the money. And and it wasn't. And and the green smoothie business wasn't even supposed to be a business. It was just kind of like something that I did that I wanted to share with other people. So it's like if we can release the attachment to how it's going to turn out, like what, where is the cash going to come from? But you're committed to like, I want to do a heart project that also generates some type of funds to take care of my family and a certain type of lifestyle and building an amazing team and serving people from that heart-based space then we can really fully show up from that space. But it's I'm in transition right now and and it's not easy to surrender and release and like, I'm just going to show up and I'm going to do my work to the best of my ability and I'm going to serve to the best of my ability and take all the attention off of me and putting it back into service. I think that's a big thing that needs to happen during that process is we start getting kind of like we, I always just say to unhook your self-worth from the outcome. Because that will take you, take you down. <laughs>
0: that's what I call the inner mean girl attack. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's, that's, with all of her
0: viewing everything at us. It's so hard. And, and I don't know for me, you know, both you and I have had um, different messages, different missions that have happened at different times in our lives. And I know there might also be some moms. And, and I feel like for you and I, we're in a mastermind group together. Yes. We'll talk about this a little bit. But sometimes when you've had a lot of success with one of your messages, one of your missions, it was like, you know, you have this build of this brick and mortar, and then you have this parenting blog, and then suddenly Simple Green Smoothies knocked it out of the ballpark and surprised you. Yeah. And then now here you are at JadaSellner.com, which that link, by the way, is in the show notes here, everyone, because Jada is J-A-D-A-H-L-S-E-N-L-L-N-E-R. Um, So jotaselner.com and I, that was really mumbled. So make sure to check it out in the notes. But what I will say is, so now, you know, you're working with entrepreneurs and you're helping people and you're running this incredible mentorship lab and you have this challenge course that you're doing. And so what's it like, I know for me, like even with Mama Truth, like it's humbling. Mm -hmm. When you've had those experiences of a huge splash of success, and then it's like you feel like in some ways that you're starting from scratch. How how has that been for you, my
1: friend? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a challenge because you really have to go back to embracing beginner's mind again, right? And it's like, and so, and I will actually say what actually has been most challenging for me is actually the support system around me. Because everyone's like, you already know these things. It's like, I I know, but for some reason, (laughs) there's just like emotions flooding in the way. And when we care about something so much, right? Like our heart is just so in it we want it to work so bad that like our, we're just like laser focused so i would say like my biggest challenge is actually more external of everyone's like you got this you're going to fit your smart you know and it's like no 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 i really just need you to hold me and let me be vulnerable and let me be in that beginner space for a moment i think is important and so i make those requests to my husband of like i just like can you just hug me like i just like I need to, like, root down and really ground into, like, the physical love of what's r- what really matters, what's really important. Because mm-hmm. building businesses, to me, I look at it as, as art. Like, it's mm-hmm. a canvas for me. And really looking at our careers, our body of work, businesses that we build is, is just an expression of who we are. But it's not all of who we are. And so really remembering, like, I am not my work, Right. Mm-hmm. It is just an expression of who we are, what we believe, what we stand for in the world, but it's not all of you. And I have to remind myself of that.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm curious about motherhood and the juggle, the balancing of being a mom. And I know what an incredible mom you are to your daughter Zoe. Mm-hmm. And I know for so many of the moms listening, there's that mom guilt that comes up, the working mom guilt in particular that comes up. How do you negotiate that within yourself and with your daughter and with your husband?
1: Yeah. So I remember getting, I would get annoyed, but my daughter would see me on the computer a lot, right? And she would say, mom, you're making that face. And I'm like, that's my making money face. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, I, and I had to get complete for myself because she would see me, you know, when she would come home or she come home early. I'm like, normally people are working till 5 p.m., but you come home at 2.30. <laughs> um, and just in reminding her, one thing that I like to say is like, I love what I do. So I just remind her like I'm working right now and then we're going to go travel. Or we're going to go do this and remind her of the experiences that are coming up. Uh, One thing that's also really helped me is um, inspired um, by this company, it's called Family Board Meetings, and they suggest that you do quarterly dates with your child. So just one parent one child, put it on the calendar as if it was a board meeting, but it's for you and your child. And so and it's supposed to be at least four hours minimum. And so we have those dates in our calendar and they're immovable. Like it's just as if I was going to a business event or a speaking event and she gets to pick those pieces. So for me what's really helped is scheduling quality time. It's actually my love language and sometimes I feel like showing that up for other people in my life. And so have it on the calendar, that like settles me and grounds me or like we know upcoming travel is coming so that when those weeks of hustle or there's days where there are longer days, like I know there's something where we're actually going to refill that love tank back up in our relationship. And then also just finding the tiny moments in each day. So Zoe and I like to read Shel Silverstein poems to each other. And they're short and quick. You know, my husband likes to do more of the longer reading, but I'll actually like, I'll fall asleep. In her bed this <laughs> happens very often that I cannot stay up with her like I can't like it's just like my stamina by the night in bed reading I want to go to sleep and so I'd feel guilty about that but I found an alternative that worked better for me is like hey we're gonna have our quality day dates when I have more energy more fuel and we're gonna have some really quick <laughs> couple of one or two poems together at night when it's when it's my time and my husband and I alternate putting her down
0: I love that. And what I love about that is that you are honest with yourself about what works for you. That right time, not the time to try to be getting quality, luxurious reading sessions with mama bear. Like I'm not available for that. Instead of making yourself feel bad about that, you just radically accept that and then say, here's what will work for me. And then here's what we're going to do. That's really juicy. That's coming up.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I, Moms that are listening, I hope that you really take that in. That is so powerful. And I'm curious you know, it's like for all the moms listening, is there a place where you're lying to yourself, trying to be someone that you're not? Mm, yeah. How can you radically accept who you are? Because remember, as we show radical acceptance for ourselves. We're also giving our girls, our boys, our children permission to radically accept who they are. Yes. And so I just feel like that just is modeling so much goodness and really clean and clear boundaries. Yeah. And
1: and I'll be and I and I just want the mamas on here because this is the Mama Truth show yes. is to you know like I'm not a perfect mom. I'm not always grounded and calm. It was just a couple of weeks ago I remember like snapping my daughter in the car and I was like like a loud scream and like lost it on her and I'm driving her to school and I was like I couldn't even have a conversation with her but I'm like we cannot end like this and so right before we get to like the top of the hill where we turn in I just like grab her hand and I said mommy just lost it and I'm so sorry and just really allowing ourselves to feel all the feels and the most emotions that we have like the highs and the lows Mm -hmm. and also being able to model to her like I can I can lose it and also apologize and have a conversation about it. And it was just like the sweetest little moment for us to just be there together. But I, I just want to be really open and transparent. I'm not this like grounded, like calm mom 24 seven. I definitely have those moments of burst of where I can't like, something's not in my control and I just snap. Yeah. And also how do I reel that back or model for her, how we have healthy conversations and also just to remind her like, nobody's perfect. Parents are not perfect. And that's something we say over and over again is like, parents make mistakes.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Well, and I, I feel like, you know, as my friend Christine Carlson says, losing it doesn't mean you're a bad mom. It means you're a normal mom. Hmm. And it's just so true that we have those moments and like you said and demonstrated so beautifully, it's been about the repair Yeah, of what we do with our kids and modeling forgiveness and modeling apologizing and modeling all of that stuff for them. So that like, I know for me with Annabella, who's Zoe's age as well, we just got the girls together recently and they were no yes. so freaking cute. <laughs> it <That> was ridiculous. <laughs> um, but Annabella now, like she'll have these moments where she's losing it, where she's just like inconsolable, what have you. And then after she's calmed down, she'll come and she'll do her repair with me. Mm. And I'm always so just blown away by her being like, mommy, I'm really sorry. Earlier, I just was not listening to you. Before, you know." And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so powerful. Mm. And she knows that she can come and apologize and not the love that I have for her is unconditional. Yes. And that's what we want them to have for us and us to have for them. Yes. So it's, it's so good. Mm. <laughs> okay, so... I want to know what you mean by love over metrics because I know this is something that you talk about a lot, and I would love for you to share it
1: with this community here. Yeah. So, really, I look at love over metrics um, from a from a business perspective. I I see so many businesses focusing on the bottom line, or they're focusing on conversion rates, or everything is number focused, and really to to lead your business from a place of love first. And it's not that metrics are not important because you can't run a sustainable business without those things happening. Mm. But we were able to build Simple Green Smoothies up to reaching hundreds of thousands of people on Instagram, Facebook, email lists, and doing it not obsessing over stats. We actually never, you know, we built an email list to 355,000 email subscribers. Wow. And we never set a goal. We never set like, Let's grow our list to a thousand or ten thousand or a hundred thousand. Really, we focused on serving our community and doing that from a place of love and delighting our community. How can we love up on the people that we serve more? And again, taking the attention off of ourselves or taking the attention off of, you know, just profit. But really, if you show up and actually add value to people's lives, mm-hmm. the bottom line will fill up. Like all of those number pieces will come into place if you lead from a place of service and really loving and delighting your community and your tribe. Awesome. Mm -hmm.
0: Will you tell people a little bit about your challenge course? Because I know this is something that you did so brilliantly at Simple Green Smoothies, you and Jen together, and was just such a simple way to engage and serve your community. And then uh, but you know, by the end of that, then also inviting them if they wanted to go deeper with you into a, a whole experience. So will you talk a little bit about that? I want to give the URL. You can check this out because I'm going to be taking this course. <laughs> it's mamatruthshow.com forward slash challenge, mamatruthshow.com forward slash challenge, which is Jada's challenge course. And I'll let her explain a little bit about what that is and what you mean
1: by challenge. Yeah, so I've really seen in the, the marketing space of just you know people doing these really big launches and, and everything feels automated and optimized and really just bringing the heart back to connecting with your community. So challenges are a great way to rally a group of people that have the same desired result or transformation that they're wanting to achieve And then creating it into this event experience. So you have the same start date and end date. So not only are you creating community and connection, but you're also creating a sense of accountability and an extra level of engagement. And that's what we all want. We want to feel more connected to our businesses. and We want to feel more connected to the people that we serve. And so I created this step-by-step course to walk people through really connecting with who their dream challenger is And why they even want to, why they even want to build a tribe, you know, really connecting to the why and the who, and then helping you actually map out the steps to create a challenge that not only serves your business, but also serves the people in a really authentic way. Um, So that's something, and I've seen people growing their email list by thousands and really feeling connected to their audience, not just like, you know, another webinar or three video part training series. And those are all super valuable, but something about a challenge allows the person that's leading it to really connect and engage with their audience in, in a very special way. And you get to learn about them so much more. And really it's called build your challenge, but it's my secret way of like How to like love up on your tribe and really build those true fans and followers that just can't stop spreading the word about how awesome that you're making their lives. Like, you know, so often we focus on our products, but it's really focusing on transformation. We're in the business of transformation, not transactions.
0: Love that! So go and check out this course. Um, I'm so excited about it, and I'm going to be doing a Mama Truth Challenge yes. very soon. And I'm so excited! I'm cooking it up, ladies. I'm cooking it up. So um, check that out if you really want to connect with your tribe. If you're a visionary entrepreneur and you want to connect with your tribe, build your list, and just rock it out. Go to mamatruethshow.com forward slash challenge. That will take you to Jada's um, Build Your Challenge. Uh, program. I'm so excited about it. So, okay. I can't believe that we're getting to the end here. I wanted to (coughs) tell everyone that you have this thing called mentorship lab and that you actually take on mentorship clients in both a small group setting and also one-on-one. Do you want to just talk for a minute about that level of
1: work? Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is the calling, right? This is the thing that I'm surrendering to next. Um, Something that I couldn't not do was really serving female entrepreneurs who are ready to build their business in an expansive space. They're ready to grow their tribe. They want to be speaking on stages, writing books, really sharing their message and their their heart. Uh, so a lot of women that I work with, some have already built crazy successful businesses, but now they're wanting to to share their heart project. And so I really bring women into that visionary dreaming stage because a lot of times we have a dream and then we're like, oh, I achieved it. What's next? And also feeling guilty for wanting more. Mm-hmm. And so I really just like, just dissolve all of those stories and to just dream big and like really building a business that serves your life and the team that's helping you put this mission, this vision out in a bigger way. And we have masterminding and hot seats and I geek out on marketing. A lot of women don't like to market, don't like to sell. I love to sell. Like I love spreading the word about products, offers, services. It's, you know, me. Like I'm like, I'll hop on a call with you and like let's brainstorm it. It's my favorite thing to do. And just really getting women to sink into that selling is service. It's really meeting the people that need what you have. And so really diving deep into marketing your big, bold dreams, and then taking that imperfect action and doing the experiments and holding you in a safe container so that you actually get it done. And again, unhooking your self-worth from the outcome of the experiments that you do in your business so you can get more clarity.
0: I love that. So you yeah. can learn more about that by going to salmer.com. There's a mentorship tab there that you can check out. I mean, can you all see why I'm so mm-hmm. blessed, have Donna mm-hmm. in her circle and that I get to mastermind with her? I mean, it's so delicious. I love it. So I'm gonna ask you our final question that I ask all the guests on the Mama Truth show. And that is what's messy and what's magical about motherhood for you these days?
1: Mm. The messy is is the the flurry of life, like time is moving so fast and really slowing down and just connecting. So the magic that I find to slow down how fast our world is moving and how connected we are to like the iPads, the iPhones is uh, my husband, daughter, and I, we do this thing where we unplug from 6 to 9 p.m. every evening and inspired by uh, Cal Newport's uh, book, Deep Work. And my daughter screams at 6 6 p.m. She's like, shut down, complete, shut down, complete. And it's just this shared time for us to really get off the grid, disconnect from all of the screens and reconnect with each other. And so I feel like that's the mess and the magic, right? Like I want to honor the digital world because it's created so much freedom and flexibility in building a business online, but like we can't let that lead our lives 24/7 and so the magic is in just like sinking in with each other and really reminding ourselves like we just our relationship is enough and if we can get that on a daily basis even better
0: that is so beautiful <laughs> Really inspiring to me. All that I could think is like, that's the witching hour. That's the time when I put my children in front of the TV. And you're like, shut down the I'm like, oh man, there's some work to do, Jonathan. Yes. Oh man.
1: It's not oh easy, God. though. It's, it's not, not yeah. easy, but you have to schedule. Sometimes you have to schedule the magic.
0: I love that. Oh, you're so inspiring. Thank you so much.
1: Love you. I
0: love you so much. Oh my goodness. Again, her website is jadaselner.com. And with that, mamas, all you mamas out there with big ass careers, we are sending you so much love as you do that juggling and create more magic in your world and you know, really step into being of divine service to the world, which I know all of you are doing in one way or another, whether you're a stay at home mom and that's your divine service right now, or you're building this huge multi-billion dollar company, wherever you are on that spectrum, we honor and bow to you. And with that, it's Amy Ehlers signing off, reminding you to keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood. Until next week, bye-bye, mamas. Thanks for listening, mamas. Did you know that Amy has a new ebook out? It's called Sacred Self-Care for Moms, Seven Steps to Nurturing Yourself So You Can Be the Mom You Were Born to Be. And you can receive your free copy by going to sacredselfcarebook.com. That's sacredselfcarebook.com. And please don't keep the Mama Truth Show a secret. The biggest compliment you can give is to share the Mama Truth Show with your loved ones and write a review on iTunes. Until next time... Keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood.